1: Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. What up, what up, what up, everyone? Hope you're having a great start to your week. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Emmy Award-winning sports analyst, CBS sports analyst, and 10-year NFL defensive lineman, Lee Douzable. and you know I'm with my guys, a former first-round pick, of the Tennessee Titans. Thank you. Thank he's you. a guy that has a big boxing, uh, big boxing match coming up in less than a week and was a 2014 all pro cornerback with the Cincinnati Bengals. Adam Pat got that pack Jones and a guy that claims he's from Pittsburgh, but he's really from winter park, Here Florida. He's a sports analyst on inside the NFL. and was a six time pole ball wide receiver in the NFL. Brandon Marshall, AKA the beast fellas. How y'all doing on this good Monday?
0: I'm good, but you got to let go of this thing that y'all been carrying since 2004 and five, this whole thing, where am I from? Like, bro, y'all been talking <laughs> about this since college, hey, bro. We
1: literally been talking about this since college. <laughs> Brandon say he from Pittsburgh, y'all, but we don't know if that's actually true. Mm-hmm. We think he from Winter Park, Florida. Oh my goodness, listen, I moved- That's where he went
0: to high school, Pack. That's all I'm going to say. I moved down south. All the dudes used to laugh at me. I, I, I feel like I'm just like a, a tweener. Like, I, I'm i not accepted, right? <laughs> because when I go home, they used to be like, oh, you talk so white, right? Because I moved down to Florida. <laughs> and then in Florida, they like, oh, you talk so black in my little neighborhood. So y'all need to accept me, man. I'm just me.
1: So you in between, you just like, you're a loner. Essentially, Pittsburgh don't claim you. Winter Park, Florida don't claim you. Yeah, yeah man. I'm a, Let's I'm up. Pack. what's home. good, man?
2: What's up?
1: I can't complain. We, a- we gotta talk about this boxing match you got coming on, up in what, like less than a week, right?
2: Yeah, man, four days. Friday, December 9th, Rhode mm. Island. We finna uh, invade invade the territory this weekend. It's this gonna be a good week. Friday, yeah, barstools, stools, um, rough and rowdy. It's gonna be epic. Let's go. So, Pac, so, quick question. Is, the- it, is
1: it going all three rounds or? I don't or, think it's nah. gonna
2: go three. I think it go two.
1: Mm. So
0: it's a it's a
2: three round expedition. Yeah. How many minutes? One minute per rounds. round. Oh, that's moves. a
1: straight brawl.
2: One minute rounds. The ring is really small, six by six, so you can't do too much running. Um, you got to go and handle your business. Um, I'm a, I'm I'm way better, first of all, in boxing than I was last year when I fought this guy. I mean, what's I fought Bobby. Um, what's your What's your record right now? My record. Yeah. I'm and, and one by, by Rev. Rowdy uh standards. Um personally, I think I won the fight. Um but I didn't know a couple of rules. Like, you know, he 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 pushed me around a little bit and you get more points in Rev Rowdy when you push him around. It's more than just throwing hands. So but I'm well prepared. Um I won't lose this one, I tell you that. So, so this is, one is this is this is this gonna be a trilogy, right? So you'll
0: probably go out there. Knock his ass out in the first or the second. <laughs> so, like, is there like a clause that's in a contract that you 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 guys have to go to a, a third mm.
2: fight? Um, yes, it is. If I win, we have to have a third fight.
1: Wow. On mm.
2: February. The date is already like picked and everything.
1: So they locked the When I win, bro, you Yeah, him thank, me? You. thank you, thank
2: you, thank you, you, you for changing your language. Yeah. Thank when you. I win, <laughs> when I win, yeah. So
1: this, like you talked about this before, Pac, this is more of a brawl. It ain't really like no boxing exhibition because, again, it's one-minute rounds. And then you said you get points for pushing?
2: I'm just saying it's not a regular boxing match. It's not like we we going, you know what I mean, three-minute rounds where you can pick and choose. You got to go ahead and get going. You know what I mean? This starting mm-hmm. now. It's like a locker room fight. I know do you, all of us have seen or. Or uh, been around the locker room fight. It happened quick, it end quick, so you gotta get busy <laughs> quick. <laughs> it, de- it definitely does. Right. Super quick.
0: Yo, so Pac, like, what's your vision for your boxing career? Right? Well, like um, you know, this is your second fight. I mean, do you envision, you know, taking it a step farther, maybe joining Showtime or you got the zone and what they're doing.
2: I mean, what 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 do you see? Um Personally, I got to finish this business right here because I don't like leaving something on a loser note. Um, that's the only reason why I agreed to what I've agreed to with um, Rough and Rowdy. I, I must win. You know what I mean? And the other mm-hmm. hand, it's a lot of more options that I've had come to me. Um, but personally, I want stay to in, stay in the celebrity lane. I don't know if I want to go like full throttle
1: where I'm, I'm – Were you well, doing like uh, a yeah. big boxing matches. or so like yeah, something um, like with the Jake Paul thing? You don't see yourself no, doing that. The Jake Paul, yeah, yes, okay. but I see
0: that. And, yeah, yeah, and, and and that's that was my last question, dudes. Uh, you know, uh, hell yeah, pack, pack. I see
2: that. Well, if he well, can get his fat ass down to 170, 175, one seventy five, I'll fight his ass too. Well, mm. my thing is,
0: who do you like? You know, I know you got to take care of business now, but yeah. who who do you see in your future? Is there any particular person?
2: Um, I already told you about Steve Smith. So I... <laughs> I was
0: that wondering if he's gonna bring that up. <laughs> that would be legendary, though. Listen, for real, that would be a good one.
1: But supposedly Steve said he bought it, though. Okay, that's what he said. The, her, what do you through mean, the grapevine. Supposedly? Through the grapevine. They set
0: it up. Why, Omar? <laughs> why are you shaking your head, Omar? It did. <laughs> did let's it, set it up. Is that not factual? Steve Smith didn't say that? Oh, that's why Omar is shaking his head. He oh, says, he did, Steve Omar? Say, he said no, it? No, he did not. He did not. Oh, okay. Well, just can, you the, can you text
1: him? you text him? Can
0: you
2: text him, Pac, and ask him? Does Steve Smith know my number? He know where I stand with it. Why don't you text him? Hey, ask guys. Him he so,
0: SiriusXM, Pandora, Stitcher, uh, I Am Athlete, I Am Athlete tonight. Can you take this clip? And uh, post it everywhere, and let's see if we can get a Steve Smith, <laughs> Steve Smith response, right? Steve yeah, Smith, it's just an exhibition Pac-Man. fight. That's yeah. all.
1: That's it.
2: That's mm. it.
1: Okay. So Brandon, just if know if, if it happens, Respond. it started from right here. <laughs> this fight happens. It started
0: from tonight's oh, show, on I have tonight. Pat, you know what Pat gonna do? Pat gonna come to me like, got an idea. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, you already know what I'm going. <laughs> and this one right here, we're going to do this right now. We're going to do it our own ourselves. YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, my
1: goodness. Get the sponsorships <laughs> in. Right. Sears
2: already in. We're putting them in because we on, we on our show right now. So we got to put Ooh. them in. You know oh. I mean? Oh. We can do live. the show from the
1: boxing match.
2: Come on, boy. That sounds good to me. <laughs> Dudes, would you we'll ever consider give a consider live it? play-by-play.
1: Dudes, would What'd you, you say, ever be?
2: consider boxing? Would you ever no. consider a celebrity?
1: When oh t- nah, t- I, I, I'm I'm good on that, bro. You're good. I'm not finna I'm not finna play boxing. I ain't scared of nobody, but I'm not finna play like if the money the money would have to be like right. right. Oh, see,
2: that was the wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're doing it for the money, you might
2: get your head knocked off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm doing it because I, I really enjoy doing it. And like this is my this is my um uh, you know, you have to turn the switch on and off, put the seatbelt on. It's mm. the time that I get that. Do something that I love to do. I got Take you seatbelt off. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I like it doing it for a workout, but for a whole like exhibition, three, four, five rounds, like that's like you got to really be committed to that. You know, yeah.
2: right? It ain't for everybody. Do
1: yeah. I mean, just like I said, well, I we got I a show la-
2: tonight. How I about ain't lost my no fights, but I ain't finna
1: just jump in no ring unless the money's right. You know what I'm saying? But like Pack yeah. just said, man, we got a really good show. Man, a lot happening in college football. A lot happening. You know, your uncle, your pops, Deion Sanders, getting a big job in the Pac 12. we are go ahead and discuss that a little bit later. And I guess we got to talk about your Bengals this show. <laughs> I guess we ain't really got to have a choice to talk about them, even though we don't really want to talk about them. But let's go ahead and jump into the show. <laughs> coach Prime, Deion Sanders is the new head coach at the University of Colorado. And he said, fellas, he's bringing his own luggage with him. We'll talk about what that means. The Giants and the Commanders in a tie, which actually could help them in the long run. We'll discuss why. And we'll preview the Monday night football game between the Bucks and the Saints. And we'll give you our picks for that game. But first, Jimmy Garoppolo breaks his foot and route to the 49ers, routing the Miami Dolphins 33 to 17. Uh, 33 to 17. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo broke his left foot in yesterday's game against the Dolphins. Uh, it happened just eight plays until the Niners opened and drive. It was a play where, you know, Jalen Phillips and then also Jerome Baker were really kind of rushing, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. He turned his back to him, and, and Jordan, Jerome Baker was, you know, trying to tackle him, and Jimmy's foot kind of got caught up under Jerome's leg, and then Jimmy ended up breaking his, his foot. Yeah, th- this is Christian. I don't know about all that. Christian. It like is. This is Christian. <laughs> why is it – hold on. Before we go for why is it Jimmy Garoppolo's foot he broke his foot?
0: Because, bro. When you uh have the ball in your hands, whether you're a quarterback, running back, a pass catcher, your ass need to learn how to take hits and you know you gotta know how to get down.
1: Why yeah, you are you slid. fighting?
0: Yes, yeah. so you're done. It ain't no slid. As mm. soon as they jumped on him, you get down because now you're carrying <laughs> four, five hundred pounds on your back, and yeah. he's lucky, it's just that. Could be his knee, could be something else. Really good yeah. players, you know, that's aware they know how to go down, bro. Ain't nobody doing that. He's fighting, trying. What are you fighting to stay up yeah. for? You're done. You got yeah. two
1: guys on you. Yeah, you're not getting out of that. And good point because I, I remember when I sack, you know, Peyton Manning. He was the king of that. Like if you near him, oh, he hitting the ground. He ain't Tom taking Brady, no unwanted. Same thing. Yeah, they they not taking no unwanted hits. Like unwarranted hits. Like if there's a guy that's coming to them, they know they most likely not getting out of that tackle. They hitting the ground. And so also, I, I get it from arc. that point.
0: And 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 listen, and this is the cool thing about our show because we get to share these type of experiences and really peel back the layer. I know you want to get to Christian McCaffrey, but there's an art and science to a lot of things that we do, but people don't really see, right? Like something as simple as wide receiver catch the ball, he's running up the sideline. Then here come Adam Pacman Jones, Adam's about to hit him, right? Well, I stiff arm Adam. Adam knocks down my hand. He's trained to – there's a drill that they do that knock down mm-hmm. the stiff arm. Boom. Now he grabs me by the collar. Soon as soon as I feel that collar, he, he, he's on my collar, the first thing I think about is what? The Dak Prescott injury, right? Yep. So what I got to do, I got to get my feet from underneath me exactly. so I can just fall on my ass or fall on my side so my, my legs don't get twisted. So there's art and science to how you stay healthy and you stay on the field.
1: Yeah, you make a great point cuz I mean the way he fell it's almost kind of like a horse collar tackle when your leg gets caught up under you. And you talked about it right Brandon the body weight from those two That's defenders. Right. Your body's going one way, your foot's going the other way. It's not going to end well. But this is uh the running back Christian McCaffrey from the 49ers talking about Jimmy G and his injury. uh it's brutal. Uh it's brutal. I think uh <clears throat> you know, I haven't been around a long time here. Um but I can't say enough good things about him. Uh, I've been in that position before where, you know, you're playing and you're excited and it all has to end in, in a year and, and it really sucks and it hurts. And, um, but I can't say enough good things about him from a leadership standpoint. Um, you know, from the way that he, he operates his attitude on a daily basis. And so I'm praying for him and we, we all are going to have his back, but, um, you know, and I know guys like Brock and that whole quarterback room are, uh, you know, you see a guy like Brock come in there and do well like dad's because of Jimmy, you know, it's because learning from a guy like Jimmy, learning from, um, you know, greasy and, and Kyle and all these guys. So, but yeah, heartbreaking. Well, Christian McCaffrey, I appreciate that alley-oop. Cause talking about Brock, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant in the 2022 NFL draft came into the game. He was their third quarterback going into the season. We already know Trey Lance went down. Now Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the year and and B. Marsh, Brandon Marshall, and Adam Pac-Man Jones. We always talk about coaching, right? And how it matters in the NFL. I think a lot of people don't give some coaches enough credit when you got a mastermind like Kyle Shanahan and Brian Garishi, who's the quarterback coach. This guy was not supposed to play this year, B. Marsh, right? He comes right. into the game and doesn't blink. 25 of 37, 210 yards. Two touchdowns. Like he did have one bad pass, that interception that Xavier and Howard had. But to that point, Brandon Marshall, as a receiver, you, always, you guys always say, when it's one-on-one, give me an opportunity, right? That's right. Xavier and Howard just made a, a better play on the ball. Also, it was a jump ball, kind of like a, a back shoulder fade. He threw it more inside. So X, you know, he's a top corner. He's going to pick that off. But other than that, Brock Purdy marched the offense up and down the field and was not phased at all. This is Brock Purdy talking about how he's always ready for these situations. It wasn't like, you know, I was out there like shaking and like, oh, shoot, what do I do? What's my read? None of that, man. It's every single week I act like I'm the, you know, starter. I got to prepare like I'm the starter. And, um, you know, my name was called Coach Greasy said, let's roll. And uh, just went out there thinking, all right, what do I got to do on the first play? Like check can or, or not, you know, so. But once I got hit, you know, on, on uh, I think it was a rollout, it felt good just to be like, all right, got some contact in and now I can roll and, and settle down a little bit now B impact that's usually the company line right always prepare each week like i'm the starters some guys actually believe it some actually don't but this guy went in there and literally played like he was knew he was gonna be the starter the whole way through and again that's why i go back into coaching right because as far as preparation getting those guys ready he's been the backup ever since trey lance got hurt kyle shanahan brian greasy they've done a really good job I want to just start right here before we talk about the next quarterback, Tua Tungvalu, who was on the opposite side. B. Marsh, what do you make of the performance of Brock Purdy yesterday? Again, called into action, not thinking he was going to play, but come in, efficient, living within the offense. And honestly, he kind of looked like Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy that didn't, didn't, you know, wow you, you know, with with his arm. But he was efficient, and that was the most important thing.
0: I I understand what you you mean when you say uh, not expecting to play. But that's his job as a backup quarterback. That's your job if you're not the starter, if you're second, third, or fourth on a depth chart, is to always be ready. Because Mm -hmm. you never know when when your number's going to be called, right? The injury rate in the NFL is 100%. And maybe even more if that's even possible when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. So if you're as a quarterback behind Jimmy G, Well, you better be ready to go anytime, right? So I, I wanted to push back a little bit on that. Uh, but the thing that I loved the most, Pac, uh, when I watched this game was his flair, right? Like, there's one thing to t- throw a touchdown and then run back to the side and not show any emotion. This dude was throwing, like, little gun uh, – shooting gun uh, fingers. He was pumping. He was <laughs> screaming. He was yelling, right? Like – He was hitting helmets with his linemen. That's the thing that gave me goosebumps watching it because I said, oh, snap. If he can find a way to be consistent and then he has that type of energy, we could be talking about this dude as the guy, you know, that they may want to invest in going forward. When I say investment, I'm talking about their energy their time like let's give him a couple weeks let's see what he does next year this off season let's see what he does but the dude went out there and he did a phenomenal job taking advantage of his opportunity pack
2: i, I totally agree and we had a chance to see him in camp too. B, I don't know if you remember but um he was pretty pretty decent in camp like he he it was up tempo but to go back to the main part um that we were talking about when we go to san francisco is the coaches shanahan Shanahan can make um anybody look good if 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 it's, if it's, if you can play with a little flair you can do certain things he he, he he's he, he they they background is almost like uh the the chief background um with uh Coach, Andy Reed uh, Andy Reid. um they they can do a lot of motion um they do good with getting guys in the right position as far as if you got a gadget guy or if you got a guy that just can take the top off the coverage or if you got a guy that got to manage the game mm-hmm. um both of the, both of these head, head coaches when Andy Reed and um I keep saying and um sorry
1: Andy Reid <laughs> and Kyle Shanahan yeah, and um uh
2: Kyle Shanahan <laughs> oh, yeah. and um
1: um <laughs> Kyle Shanahan going, <laughs> yeah
2: the the offensive pattern and scheme they got, bro, you got to be prepared. And they can make anybody look good if they got a good running game. Dude, dudes, yeah. was that was that the situation when you were
0: there, right, like where yeah. you guys were so – was it a, a defense-focused, uh, you know, philosophy with, you know, look, offense, let's try to lean on our run game, take our shots when we can, but don't mess it up?
1: No, nah, it was a little different because our de- our defense weren- wasn't where they're at. Obviously, I mean, we didn't have Nick Bosa. First and foremost, when you have a guy like that, it changes the whole outcome of your defense. And we also didn't have Fred Warner, right? So, I mean, I think those two guys who are perennial pro bowlers kind of change up what you can do on defense. I think they imagined that's what it was going to be because you got to think they brought Salah from Seattle, right? And D'Amico Ryan has just done an amazing job picking it up and kind of putting his own flair on it. But – um, we actually were kind of offensive base, right? Because we had a little bit more talent at the time on offense than defense. Do I think that year B we had like seven starters on IR on defense, so it was mm. it was random guys starting for us that 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 year in 2017. And then remember, we traded for Jimmy in the last six weeks. We went six and zero with him as the quarterback. So like the the offensive philosophy changed, where he let Jimmy spin it a little bit because at first they really only wanted to use Jimmy as a trade chip. People forget. He wanted um, Kirk Cousins because he had his, you know, the history with him in Washington. But then Jimmy came in and they they couldn't let him walk out the door because he traded. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: What do you mean they they traded for Jimmy to have more ammo to go get Kirk Cousins? Is that what you said?
1: They were using Jimmy as a trade chip, hundred percent. They were gonna oh, wow. they were gonna trade Jimmy at the end of that year because let's not forget they traded a second round pick a, uh, to get him with only eight games left in the season. So right. they really actually weren't even going to play him. But then uh, CJ Brether got hurt and Jimmy had to play. And then he looked amazing. So it would have been crazy not to pay him and, and bring him back and bring that continuity back with the offense.
0: See, that's the problem. When you get into a relationship with someone thinking that it's going to be short term, it never works out. That's why mm. every year they flirting with somebody else. That's what. That's 100% <laughs> what it is. Hey, you know I, what I'm
1: saying?
2: Can I ask so, you a question, dudes, before you keep going on? Go ahead. Um what do you rank Fred Warner as linebacker wise? Is he top three, one? <laughs> top two, three? Four. Top what? I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah. Top one? That's what he is right I'm now. I'm asking to me, you.
1: He top one in the he league. He said his name like you ain't have no respect on his line. La- oh, oh no, no, that's why. I, that, no, but I put more respect, back because I said we didn't have a Fred Warner. We didn't have Bosa, who oh. are perennial Pro Bowlers. You know what I'm saying? So literally, we were offensive based. He <laughs> might
2: not be just killing people, but bro, he is at the bro. ball. Every, Every
1: play, bro. Time, Every play.
0: Bro. <laughs> dudes, dudes, listen, I'm be honest with you. I don't know de- too many defensive guys like that. I know the superstars. I got to be honest with y'all. All right. Yeah. By names, names. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Jets linebacker.
1: CJ Mosley. Yeah. Is it 56? Yes. Yeah. No, he's 57. Oh, my goodness. But you're talking about 56 Quincy Williams. He flies around.
2: Oh my goodness! You saw him Sunday.
1: He he's fast, bro. Yeah, but he's not. I I haven't seen. He's 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 nowhere near like. He's not there yet, but he's getting. He's getting better and better each year.
0: Can 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 you educate me and some of our listeners that may be just like me, not knowing all the linebackers? Can you give me the top three linebackers in the NFL?
2: Ooh. We Man, always talk gotta about quarterbacks and wide receivers. You got to put my boy in Cincinnati here. You not, do not say his Come on. name. stop, talk, stop. Always
0: pushing about Cincinnati,
2: Pat. God dang, bro. You
0: talking he about Pratt? Yes.
1: Look Pratt's it up. a good player. I don't got him oh as a top God. three.
2: God,
1: <laughs> you're a homer though, bro. You're a homer. So all count. you got to do is look at the numbers. You're a homer, Pat.
0: <laughs> but now, if,
1: if, I, if I'm if I'm giving you the top three. For this season, right, because I don't like that everybody be just using, you know, their names from what they did in the past. Um, Fred Warner's in there. I know people have given Devin White slack, but I don't know if they've seen him play. Devin White is in there this year. And then third just, is, whew.
0: keep him up there. You know it. The team is having a bad year, but not him. Hold on, Yeah, ahead. no,
1: he's playing really well. No, I'm talking about um, Bobby, Bobby Wagner. I, I knew you was going to say that, and I, it's hard for me not to put Bobby in there because he's still playing at a high level right now. Yeah. Like, I, even though I agree with that. Their te- even though their team is trash, he's he's laying on like, – he single-handedly tried to win that game for them Sunday versus Seattle. Um, hell of a player, man. So I think you would have to put him – I mean, honestly, Jordan, a lot of people don't notice. Jordan Brooks in Seattle – Two years in a row, he's led the league in tackles. He's played wow. really well too. Um, wow. He's a really good player. Um, so Jordan Brooks in there. Uh, okay. Those Let's would be see, my top three. three or four guys. Yeah, yeah.
0: Take that. I'll take that.
1: Three or four guys in and, the league right and now. And
2: then you got Fred up there is number one. So that's, no, that's I have Fred as one. Yeah, I like that fire. I like
1: that yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh this is I am athlete tonight. I'm your host, Lee J Doosable with my guys, Adam Pac-Man Jones and Brandon Marshall. We're talking about the San Francisco 49ers win over the Miami Dolphins. We talked about Jimmy Garoppolo and him being hurt and Brock Purdy and how efficient he was. Let's talk about the other quarterback, Tua Tonga who was really efficient going into this game, actually was in the MVP race and still is, right? And it seemed like everything was great, the Marshall and Pack, right? First play of the game. 75-yard touchdown. But what I was right. trying to tell fans <laughs> and people that you have to understand with this Mike McDaniel and Shanahan office because it was like a mirror image watching these two teams play on offense, is that RPO game puts you in hell oh, as a linebacker. And Fred Warner, we just talked about how great he is, he just took half a step, B-Marsh. It wasn't even a full step forward <laughs> on, a fake, on a fake give to the, the running back, Jeff Wilson. That's all it takes is you going half a step forward, and Trent Sherford, really, a seven-yard literary hitch. That's all it was. And then the safety just took a bad angle and speed kills in the NFL. Safety takes a bad angle. Fred Warner just takes one step up, thinking it's the run. They throw the ball right behind him. 75-yard touchdown. I kept trying to tell everybody, you know, uh, a couple of people, a couple of media people, I won't put them out there. Oh, this is the best defense in football. T- and Tua cooked them up in one play. I was like, relax. It's, it's one right. play. And we saw what happened the rest of the game. They're the number one defense in football for a reason. Nick Bosa, my goodness, three <laughs> yeah. sacks in this game. It's him, he took goodness. advantage of an offensive line that didn't have Teron Armstead and Austin Jackson and made mincemeat of them. And the thing is, B, this is and, and this is why I like this show. And you talked about it too. We can give you insight of what's going on when a quarterback is under that much rest, What happens, mm-hmm. B Marsh? They start <laughs> seeing stuff that's not there. Right. They get uncomfortable <laughs> in the pocket. They get happy feet. You know the movie, the Disney movie with the penguin moving his feet up <laughs> and down? That's what happened to Tua Valoa. And I have been telling people, like, I, I love the strides Tua has taken. I think he's played masterful. But you you were on the show, B, when I talked about it. I said, he's played the bottom five defenses in the league the last five weeks. I said, right. we're going to learn about the Miami Dolphins these next five weeks because they play the Jets, the 49ers, the Patriots, mm. and the Bills defense, who are real <laughs> defenses <laughs> in the league. Talk, we're talk, we gonna learn about Tua all over these next five weeks. Now, the Chargers, they've been mitts meet on defense, so it might be a shootout next week with him and Justin Herbert. But right. them other four games, starting with the 49ers, I try to tell people it's a lot different when you're under constant duress and you have to be comfortable in the pocket. And it showed in that game, he was high on some throws, guys were open, he, he overthrew them. Um, of course, he had the two if you take away the two big explosive plays. One was a bad angle by the safety with the Trent Surfer. The other one, cover four. That's a cover four beater, you know, at the dig with the post behind it. That's right. who uh, funga bit on the dig coming underneath. And, you know, um, Charverius Ward thought he had inside help. So he let, which you can't let, Tyreek Hill just run down the seam wide open on the post. Plus, with that speed, if you're not hip to hip with him, it's, it's over with. So if you take away those th- two throws, I mean, he finished 18 of 33 for 295. Honestly, like 140 of that was on two plays. Right. So, I mean, this defense got after him. He threw two interceptions, had a fumble that went for a, a touchdown, a, a sack fumble by Nick Bosa that ended up going for a touchdown. Uh, Drake Greenlaw picked that up. So, Pac, I'm going to ask you this question. Does the 49ers' victory over Miami with a third-string quarterback send a warning to the rest of the league? Oh, and was this Miami team's success just a mirage? Mm. Um, for, for the first part of that question,
2: um it shows how good the coaching staff is for the San Francisco 49ers from head to bottom I mean from top to bottom from head to bottom from top to bottom as far as getting guys ready to play when you're on your third screen quarterback and you can still put up numbers that they put up um that sums that up now on the other end with the Dolphins I don't know what that what was going on this week
1: like <laughs> they made a real defense that's what happened
2: like and it shows what the division really looked like over there, like, um, I don't know, but I we know that the Dolphins are a good team regardless of what anybody say. I had the Dolphins winning this week. That was the only game that I got wrong. Oh, yeah. I hold on, 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 hold 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 on. Time out. Did you pick I had them the all? Dolphins winning?
0: Did you pick all the games? No, I picked ten games. Okay. I picked ten. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> No, he talking yeah. about that's only but, one. That's listen. Then you going? You need to be my bookie. If you doing numbers like that, your <laughs> no ass need well, to be my bookie. We, hey,
1: we got we well, gotta I'm get the break, fellas. But I just want to ask you oh, guys nah, that a quick ain't question. Oh, I don't even.
0: I'm acting like I know how to gamble. I'm a better. <laughs> What's a bookie? We get what is break,
1: a bookie? But that's the guy. The bookie that is the you, person that just just the side, like right? oh you
0: bet with. What's the dude that you like? You know, hey, here's my bets of the week, that's the bookie, bro. Yeah, that's a bookie. So you take their bets and you put money
2: behind their bets. Yeah, I'm gonna be your bookie. What you want to bet? Tell me what you no, want to bet. No, no, the bookie not what is a I'm guy saying. that takes the bets. Nah, I wanna no, I want to be I'm, your bookie because I know I'm you talking, ain't watching.
0: I'm talking about the guy. I'm talking about the guy that basically goes out there and says, "Look, I have a 60 percent win rate." Right? Oh, I picked all the games. Oh, I oh, I forgot no, what's what not call the bookie. That, yeah. Can not
1: we not get a call in? Somebody,
0: can, can somebody call in that knows um, gambling and give us these key terms? Right.
1: <laughs> but, uh, before to to we get the break, because we got to get the break real quick, guys. Should Nick Bosa be the front-runner right now for defensive MVP? Ooh, yes. I know a lot of people say Mark Michael Parsons, but what Nick Bosa has done this year is ridiculous. I mean, it's <laughs> nothing to think neck, back? man.
2: Me personally, I, I think Michael Parsons, because Michael Parsons, he got a cast, but he ain't got a cast. Bosa got some guys, and with the linebackers and the safety they got, bro, they got, they're a well-solid
1: team. Um, I mean, Parsons got some I mean, Diggs is a Pro Bowl cornered. Wilson's playing at a uh, Pro Bowl level at safety. So, I mean, they both, they both end, got some though. guys. Let's look, at, <laughs> let's look at linebackers and linemen. I think Dallas defensive ends be humming, bro. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Fowlers played well. Armstead, Doran Armstead, I think, has 10 sacks, bro. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they both got really good D-lines. And, and Eric Armstead just came back from the 49ers, which I thought was a big boost for them Sunday.
0: earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella university is accredited by the higher learning commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.
1: Welcome back to I am athlete tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Deusible, with my guys, Brandon Marshall, Adam Pacman Jones, and you hear Dion talking must be the money. And Dion Sanders is the new coach at the University of Colorado and in Dion fashion made a grand entrance when being introduced at the press conference today. Now, a person with knowledge of Sanders' contract told the Associated Press that it's worth $29.5 million-plus incentives over five years beginning at $5.5 million in the first year. Incentives include $150,000 for six wins and $100K for each win after six. Hundred and fifty thousand for a bowl berth, and two hundred thousand for a New Year's Six bowl uh, invitation. Now, Dion kept it real with his team in his first meeting when he when he met players that are currently on a roster for Colorado. Listen to what Dion had to say to his team.
2: We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Louis. <laughs> I'm cutting. It ain't gonna be no more of a mess. That these wonderful fans,
0: the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for
2: probably two decades now. I'm coming, and when I get in, it's gonna be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're gonna get because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring kids.
1: That's smart. Say that smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. Man, B Marsh and Pac. Before we go any further, my man Dion said, I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louie. <laughs> and first and foremost, like as a player, I'll start with you, Adam Pac Jones, because you got a personal relationship with Dion. As a coach that comes in there with full transparency, right? Let you know, hey, we got a few positions that's already taken care of, right? I'm bringing my luggage with me. So we're go ahead and jump in that back. portal if you need to. <laughs> Cause, corner, cause I'm coming. Yeah. And we're changing things around here. One, I think that's Dion challenging those kids that are currently there. You know what I'm saying? He wants to see who's going to be tough enough to to withstand that and stay there and, and fight it out. And then he's being hundred percent honest with some of them guys. Cause let's not let's not get it twisted. Colorado has been a bottom feeder in college football for the last five years. They've been bad, really yeah. bad. So what do you think about that transparency? With Dion to, to the current members on the Colorado team. Um,
2: first and foremost, I just want to shout out uh, Colorado, the University of Colorado, because what they're doing is big. They have had four black coaches. Correct. Dion is the fourth black coach they don't had. SC, how many black coaches in the SEC? How many black? How many times have the SEC hired a black coach, a head coach? Like I think this is way bigger than what people looking at it as and then you, you, you go back and you look at some of the comments uh, oh he letting us down, no he ain't He ain't letting us down he, he built Jackson State to the maximum, it, it's nothing else that he can possibly do there um, to help the situation now but what he is doing though he's taking some of these kids who, who maybe were not offered by Colorado who playing at Jackson State guess what, when he said what he said that's what he meant he like, I got some luggage with me and it's Louie because some of these kids who he bring it with him, you know, would have never had this shot or some of them did have the shot and turned it down to go with D. Correct. I think this is epic for the culture. Um, and, and this is big, bro. Like, this this is really big.
1: Yeah. B, before I bring you in, B Marsh, uh, I want to talk about Pac, what Pac said, right? Because I had to get on Twitter and I, I was kind of upset at how some people were responding to Dion taking his job. You heard the word "sellout." He stole the culture, and this is what kind of irked me with that, right? Because for one, Dion was himself at at Jackson State. He wasn't somebody else. He didn't steal anybody's culture. Like Dion brought that bravado r- there. To Pac-Man's point, Come on. he highlighted you know HBCUs in a positive manner, right? That hadn't been done in years. Brand- Brandon Marshall. Game day went to Jackson State. That has never happened for an HBCU. Now, to me, it irks me because you're mad that somebody's elevating, not thinking, well, you don't think he can elevate other black men, too, to get higher positions at different colleges? Now, I get it, right? People are saying, well, we want him to stay there to build up the HBCUs. That way, guys don't want to leave. But everybody that's saying that, nobody is in his shoes. They're not in that position, Right. Dion was making three hundred k a year at Jackson State. I just read you the numbers from Colorado and donated five point five it, I million. Would you say, Brandon? And donated half of it. Yeah, exactly. And again, he brought so much awareness. And everybody knows this, or you may not notice. I call college football games, right? So week two, I had a game: UCF, South Carolina State. South Carolina State is a team that Dion and Jackson State played last year in the Celebration Bowl, right? I talked to Buddy Pugh, who's a legend at the HBCU level as far as coaching. He gave Dion so much props for what he was doing for HBCUs. He's like, now it's our job to monetize this, right, and really benefit what Dion did as far as bringing awareness around HBCUs, saying how great it is to go to an HBCU. He said that year after they went to the Celebration Bowl, Brandon and Pack, that was the greatest recruitment class they had in 10 years, right? Right. They got some of the best players they've ever gotten. So I just had to get that off my chest. It kind of irked me. When people were talking about, you know, Dion, quote unquote, calling him a sellout and saying he should have stayed there. And again, for one, yes, you can say it's about the money, but it's a clear difference. Like you said, Brandon, he donated half of that money back to the school and to other uh, organizations. And then he's making five point five compared to three hundred K. And he's in the position now where he can elevate other black men. So I just had to get that off my chest. Uh, What do you think about Dion getting his job at Colorado?
0: This is a robust conversation. There's a lot to this. Yeah, uh, we could be on the show
1: for the whole hour talking about this.
0: Yeah, first I want to start off by saying uh Dion's not a sellout, right? There's there's tastemakers in the world, there's people that set the temperature. Dion Sanders, whatever room he goes in, he's never switched up. He always set sets the temperature. However, I do think that it could be a little premature. Right. And I also think that, you know, some of these, you know, some of the commentary around this is valid. You understand? It's like, there's some people that are out there like, man, how does the other high school athletes feel or how are they going to respond to this? Now seeing Dion leave the best HBCU to go to one of the worst predominantly white Football programs, right? Mm. Because if we're having a conversation in our community about building up our community, right? And we're trying to get more of us, the Adam Pac Man Jones, the dudes of the world, the Shady McCoys of the world, to really consider HBCUs, how does that happen when we lose our coaches? Now, all this isn't on Dion, right? This is an institutional challenge. Right. Dion, yes, he done a, he's, he's done a phenomenal job, and it's time for those coming to take it to a whole nother level. He started this massive conversation. But from an institution standpoint, we have to find a way to keep a guy like Dion. And I don't well, you know what that him, looks you like. You need to
2: pay him $6 million.
0: That's what he looked like. I understand that. But like I said, it may Your be numbers, a little premature. You're a number, man. You're a number, man. Sometimes ain't all about
2: the ain't all about the number. We're oh, talking well, about, you stay there and get three hundred K and you done did everything you could do. What can what else can you what else could he do right now at Jackson State? He went undefeated this year, won the championship. I'm not last talking year. about football. I'm, I'm not just talking, talking about Dion's
1: influence and him leaving what I'm does that about, say about I'm, talking the, about yeah. I'm talking about know, the like, Storm our communities I'm talking
2: about the conversation story our communities need to to know that like if you are if you're excelling you deserve to get bumped up like this is something that we need to to be talking about because we got some companies that we have guys that's way better and way qualified for the head coaching job and can't get it same thing with the SEC. That's why I bring that up. Like, this is way bigger than us talking about, all right, how do the kids feel? Look, is he qualified? Yes, he is. Why shouldn't he have got the Florida State job? Mm. We can go down and down the list. Yeah,
1: this and this I'm conversation. And
2: things, but, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, this is how I looked at it because I, I, I asked him about it. In life, we got dreams. You always want to get better and better and better and better. Like I don't know about y'all, but I'm quite sure. For I'm athlete tonight. Your your vision is billion a billion company. I'm just saying that out loud. But like, we can't sit here and say, "Hey, look, don't get better, or don't get moved up the ladder." Yeah. To protect the people, because that ain't that ain't realistic. That ain't yeah. that ain't what life is about.
1: Yeah, and, and like I said, this conversation can literally go for two hours. I get, I get you know, Brandon's point and why some people are upset because they wanted to, you know, like Brandon said, they wanted to make it a great place to go to a HBCU. Like, and now with Dion leaving, right. Our kids are going to technically want to come back. But like you said, Brandon, it's whoever is appointed next. And I think Dion gave a recommendation. He wanted somebody on the staff. They got to take it to the next level. Right. So I don't fault Dion for leaving because again, monetary wise, it's a major um, pay. Uh, pay increase, and then he also again can elevate other people on his coaching staff uh, and put them in better positions. But I, I get your point, B. Like I, I understand what you, where some people are coming from with that. But I, I would just ask if anybody was in that position, thought, they were getting offered thought, that pay raise. Listen, we would had, they we, would they not? Oh okay, yeah, we the had the
0: on on season two of I Am Athlete. Right, it's not mm-hmm. on YouTube right now um, because you had Fred Taylor telling uh, YouTube to flag it. But, uh, <laughs> you, get yeah, you just had to throw that in there, huh? <laughs> But we had a legendary conversation and, uh, look, I asked Dion flat out, like, you know, in a couple years, if a power five school come and offer you, what are you going to do? You know? And, you know, he was being Dion and Dion, ans- you know, he he said what he had to say, right? As far as like, look, I'm here to do this job, but with Pac-Man, just said he 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 said that like look I'm looking for growth as well mm-hmm. um I just think sometimes man for me personally when and this is what this is what I said on that show and that's you know that particular episode you know sometimes man like uh you have an opportunity to do something bigger than sports and and Dion he did that um and mm-hmm. i just hope hope that you know he got he got everything out of this phase of his legacy, right? Yeah. Because the HBCU uh, whole movement in sports will be changed forever, and I just hope hope that it doesn't get lost in him leaving uh, in in three years.
1: Yeah, this is a great conversation that we could have all day, but unfortunately, we got to push this forward. But according to this tweet by Josh Newberg, um, a source at Colorado tells him that over two hundred recruits and portal transfers have reached out in the last 12 hours some of them are four and five star caliber players Deion sanders has a chance to make some noise before signing day and nil money is also rolling in is what he was told
0: i am athlete tonight is part of the serious xm sports podcast network support i am athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review that's a big deal guys Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more
1: helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when
2: you need it. Imagine your future differently at Capella.edu.